Good evening, everyone. I'm Danielle, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Bear with me. I'm in the car, actually. So I just finished dinner with my husband. I came to program. For those of you who don't know me, I joined Overeaters Anonymous a little over eight months ago. All on my own. Nobody told me about it. I just was exploring different ways to better my life. And I came to my first meeting. I came. I just kept coming back. Um, there was something about the people in the first meeting that really stuck with me. I really felt as though I was happy being around them. It was a different part of me um, that has been so unhappy for many, many years. I grew up in a home that you would have never, ever guessed was not a good marriage. Um, and I think that's what baffled me the most. I think that when my parents separated when I was 13 years old, it was confusing to me. Um, with the help of my sponsor now, I'm learning that I didn't only lose one parent, I lost two parents that day. My mother disconnected from life, period. It was just the end of it. It wasn't that she didn't love me. It was that she did not know how to live without my dad. Um, and as an adult, I, I fully understand that. I didn't as a child. I didn't get that. Um, fast forward, I, I experienced an extremely distressing teenage years. I was difficult. I was not that child that every mother wanted to have. <laughs> um, I was rough. I was, I was rough around the edges. I wanted my own way. The controlling behavior started when I was a teenager. I wanted to tell my mother what I, what I wanted to do, what was right for me, not what the right thing was. It was what I thought was right. I am still a work in progress. I am learning that I cannot control my own life. I cannot control my my recovery, I can, I have to be accountable. My food has been an issue for as long as I can remember. I was probably 17 when it started. Um, I am the victim of sexual assault. I punished myself, whether it be overeating and trying to soothe my feelings or under eating and trying to punish myself. I've done it all. Fast forward, I got pregnant and I married my, my daughter's father because my family thought that that was the only way that life should be. I never really thought to myself, I, I didn't, I, I never made my own decisions. I always needed somebody to tell me what was next, what was happening next in my life? Where do you go next? What should you eat? What should you wear? How should you take care of this child? And I, I'm still not 100% sure, but I feel that I followed along in that path because it was easier. It was easier than making decisions on my own. 
it was so much easier for somebody to tell me what to do than make the wrong decision. Because if I made the wrong decision, then they could throw it back in my face. But if I made their, if I, if I acted on their decision, how could they possibly criticize me? And I hated to be criticized. I hated it. I mean, I don't know really many people that do like it, but I wanted to be that person in my family that pleased everybody. I wanted when I walked into the room, my family to say, oh, look at Danielle, you know, whatever. I was the only girl in a family of two boys. Boyle does not even begin to explain my life. I was rotten, rotten enough to rot your teeth. I mean, I got everything that I wanted without even asking for it. And while it was nobody's fault, it set the precedence for my life, what my life was going to be. I couldn't accept any less. I'm Danielle. I mean, don't you know that I should have everything that I want? You know, I got married to my, my daughter's father and I had three children back to back. I grew with my children. I was 21 years old. I had so much learning to do and I made so many mistakes. And I held myself accountable for those mistakes. I punished myself, thinking that I was unworthy. Starting my fourth step in OA, my sponsor said to me, would you forgive Danielle as a young girl? And honestly, the first thought that ran into my mind was, maybe. But I definitely would not forgive the adult Danielle. But why shouldn't she be forgiven? She didn't do something so terrible. She was young. She made decisions that she thought at that moment were the best decisions to make. And she went on to live and try to do her best. But yet the adult Danielle punishes her every day. Every single day, she's punished. Fast forward, here I am, 2021, February 13th, I come into my first AYA meeting. It was a very, very large meeting, over 100 people. And I said, well, you know, I can hide in the back, just like I did in school. Nobody's going to see me. I don't have to share. Nobody knows I'm here. I'll just listen. And slowly by slowly, each time I would log into a meeting, it was like peeling back an onion. Something new was revealed. And the more that that happened, the more I shut down, right? Who, who does that? You're in program for a reason. But I came to, to OA to lose weight. I didn't come here to have somebody psychoanalyze me and tell me, you need to do this, you need to write this, you need to read this. Sure, I can follow direction just like the next person. I mean, you know, I went to school. Absolutely, I can do this. I came here to lose weight. Don't they know why I'm here? Because everybody should know what I'm thinking. 
that's how my life has been. Now don't don't misunderstand me. I don't I did not have a bad childhood. I didn't. I had a good childhood growing up. I had a mom who loved me, who always provided. But I was like on a totally different level than my brothers, you know, as far as certain things went. And then as certain things went, I was not on that same level. I had a brother who was extremely smart. And while I don't, I like to think that I'm not stupid, I wasn't on his level. So, you know, the expectation of me, and I always thought I had to live up to that expectation. Today, eight months into program, while I'm abstinent with my food, I'm existing. I'm not living. I'm existing. Was I really working the program? I don't know. I don't know. And if somebody tell you next, I think that you'll maybe understand. I have a disease of wanting more. Somebody said this in a meeting during the week and it is 100% true. I want more. I want more weight loss. I want more food of whatever kind, even if I don't like it when I'm upset. I want more in regards to anything. I came into OA, I bought every possible book that you could buy because they were gonna fix me. I never looked inside of myself. I never thought that I have to actually do the work to fix me because I was gonna read a book, right? Um, this was my vision. I was going to read a book and it was gonna tell me what the next indicated step was, right? It was gonna fix me. It was gonna fix all the problems. And then God, my God, my higher power was going to tell me, he was just gonna, he was just gonna do what I needed him to do without me doing anything because that's how my life has been. But if the average person asked me, it was, oh my God, you don't want to hear my life story. Um, I was miserable. I was in a miserable marriage. I was sexually assaulted. I had three children when I was young. You know, I was diagnosed with brain cancer and uterine cancer by the 2012. I'm currently remarried. And my husband, who gives me everything that a person could ask for, was not enough. It was never enough for me. Nothing was ever enough. So the last week or so, my husband who has been in therapy on his own for other issues, I'm sure I am one of those issues, but other issues came to me on Thursday and said, Danielle, I wanna share with you. I said, okay. And I was playing solitaire. And I didn't get off the game. I did not give him the attention that he deserved. I didn't pay attention to what he needed, but yet I would be the first person to say, you're not looking at me. You're not listening to me. What is wrong with you? Do I matter to you? Do you love me? Am I enough? Do you like other women? I mean, Oh my gosh, the thoughts that would go through my head were just insane.
but they were my thoughts and they were validated. I, va I validated them. I didn't care what anybody else thought. I didn't care. And he was trying to tell me that he was in pain. And I didn't care. What kind of person am I? So fast forward to yesterday. And he's getting ready to leave to work. Now leading up to this, I want to explain that. I thought that just like anything in my life that, you know, the teacher showed me math and I can learn math. You know, I'm going to, I know what it is. You don't have to, I'll learn it. I'll pick it up and I'll do it. The teacher asked me to do an English assignment and I can do that because I can learn anything, right? Anybody can learn anything. Same thing with the spiritual awakening. I came into my first meeting at another intergroup and somebody shared, stay until the spiritual awakening happens and then stay and don't leave. So I was going to learn how to have a spiritual awakening. I was going to um, read every book that OA literature was out. I was going to work the steps and my sponsor was going to tell me, okay, so now after this step, and I hope she likes this, but after this step, you're going to have your spiritual awakening, right? Because that's Danielle's brain. It's not the brain of your average person. But that's not how it goes. And I was waiting and I was listening to everybody share and I always fully pay attention to shares, you know? And it was um, each person experiencing their own spiritual awakening. I'm like, well, what? When do I learn how to do that, right? Um, so today, Something profound happened to me. My husband and I sat down to talk and uh, I actually listened for the first time. I actually understood what he was saying. I used to complain that he drank too much. Who am I to say somebody's an alcoholic, you know? Um, who am I to say you drink too much? I never realized that the reason that he drank was to hide the pain that he was feeling was the same reason that I would eat. I would eat to hide my pain, to soothe my pain, to quiet the noise in my life. And while that never really worked for long, it was a temporary fix. It was a fix though, just like any type of addict, it was a fix. So today, while we were having a conversation, I don't know what happened, but I know that, you know, I was waiting for, I was waiting for God to whisper in my ear, it's time, Danielle, you're having your spiritual awakening, you know, but that's not how it happened. Today, what happened was, I apologized. I apologized to my husband because I meant it, not because I wanted the fight to go away because that's what I've done in the years past. I apologize because I acknowledged my wrongs. I acknowledge that, well, yes, I am human. 
I have hurt you. And that was never my intention. No amount of food in the world was going to take away the pain I was feeling at that moment. But that was okay. So I texted my sponsor who I normally speak to, should speak to on Saturday evening. And I said, can you, I need to talk to you, you know? And she made herself readily available. And I didn't know what I was feeling when I spoke to her. It was, I, I don't even know now how to explain it. It was a mix of, uh, of a million different things going on in my head. It was like a hundred different conversations happening, but I explained exactly how it was. And I have never been so open with another individual in my life as I feel comfortable with this person, knowing that I will not be judged and I will be guided to the best of her ability. And I shared it all. And, you know, as I was sharing, I'm thinking to myself, wow, Danielle, you're really a piece of crap. But that's not the case, you know? And I said to my husband, I am so sorry. I really am so sorry. There was something about that apology that was different than apologies in the past. Something about it, I don't know. But at that moment, in my mind, it didn't matter. All cards were on the table. I was letting it all out, all of my wrongs, all of the reasons why, the reasons why I tortured his life with the military, why he would tell me that he thought I was beautiful and I would say, no, no, I'm not. You don't think that. Well, that's my opinion. And my opinion is not fact. I've learned that. My opinion of what I think of myself is my opinion. And he is completely entitled to his opinion. I have never ever accepted a compliment. I don't know, and as long as I can remember, because I felt unworthy. After, after this conversation with, with Eric, he decided that we should go out on a date night something we have not done in ages. Needless to say, I had an abstinent meal and the conversation that accompanied was, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. What I'm feeling today is my spiritual awakening. And like I told my sponsor, I don't know, but it came to me. I used to complain and complain complain through the eight months that I'm in program. I really haven't lost any weight. I really haven't done this. What is going on? There was all the wrong reason, right? I truly believe that my higher power, which I call God, is didn't take the weight off of me. Because had he taken the weight off of me, I wouldn't have come back. I would have got what I wanted, what I came here for, and I would have been gone. For 47 years, I have been existing. I have not been living. Today, for me, is a new beginning. It is a new beginning. I can live a healthy life. I can accept that people love me. I can accept that even with my flaws, 
I'm lovable. That when somebody sends me a message in a meeting that they're so happy to see me that I don't feel like it's an obligation that they're telling me that. I don't know how, I really, I really wish I could share with everybody what I felt. It was a pounding in my chest. It was a feeling that I hope to feel again. I really do, I hope to feel that again. It was amazing. It was amazing. My higher power came to me in the way that he needed to come to me and say, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know, I guess that enough, right? Enough, like you, you suffered enough, you made other people suffer enough. You know, I used to say all the time, my, I own my, my wrongs. Oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't own my wrongs. I owned this much of what I did wrong. I didn't own this much because owning this much would make Danielle not lovable in my own mind. How could people love her? People used to always tell me, you have to love yourself. You know how many years I've heard that? You know, you have to love yourself, but no. But my sponsor tells me, you have to be kind to yourself. Forgive the young Danielle. Years and years of therapy, I never was able to accomplish what I have accomplished in eight, in today, in today, forget about eight months. What I have accomplished today in Overeaters Anonymous. I don't know where I would be without you all. Listening to each one of you gives me strength for each day. I love you all in a different way. And I know that the work I'm doing is my own work, but to my sponsor, I, I know that sounds crazy, but I, I will forever, forever be grateful because without telling me what to do, you have guided me. I love you all, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for letting me share.